The following content previously aired on Green Mountain Mornings. You can listen to the show live with me, your host, Olga Peters, every weekday from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 100.3 FM and AM 1490. Hello and welcome back to Green Mountain Mornings here on 100.3 FM, AM 1490. I am your host, Olga Peters, 17 minutes past the top of the hour. And welcome Ellen Ratner from Talk Media News. How you doing? Well, I'm doing okay, and yesterday was Giving Tuesday, but I want to talk about goats for the old goat. We're the only animal group that gives people a photograph of their animal and the recipient so you know where your money's going, and we give them in South Sudan. I went to see a school where the kids had that telltale red hair from malnutrition. Mm -hmm. We gave out 400 goats. We went back a year later. Nobody had it, so it really makes a big difference, and we only give out lady goats so they don't get eaten. And and that's right, because one of the, the things behind this organization that you started is you do want them to have kind of a sustainable source of, of food, which the milk is part of, part of that. That's right. And they do give, you know, a, a, a lady goat gives a liter and a half of milk a day, which makes a huge difference in people's diets in South Sudan. And that's the only place we give goats. We've given out about 14,000 goats. Wow. And when did you start uh, Goats for the Old Goat? Um, I started it after my 60th birthday when I became an old goat. (laughs) And I have to say, you picked the absolute best name of any organization I think I've ever heard. Well, thank you so much. I mean, you know, and again, we also make these Forsky crystal hearts, which I wear. We bring over the crystals, the ladies make the hearts, and they have seen somebody killed in front of them. Mm. So they have a lot of post-traumatic stress, and then we, we teach them a breathing. And, in fact, the, the doctor that taught them the breathe, breathing went back several years afterwards, like three or four years afterwards, and said that he even felt their faces had changed. So mm. you can buy that on both the old gold and the great Christmas crust. And uh, what's the website again? Goats, plural, for the old goat, dot com. Thank you, Ellen. Appreciate that. Thank you. Um, now, switching over to headlines, it seems Hyde Smith has won the Mississippi Senate race. Right. So basically, she won the Mississippi Senate race, but by a lot. Um, and uh, it's very interesting. Uh, that she actually won by 53.9% of the vote, as opposed to Mike Espy, uh, who is the former congressman and uh, agriculture secretary, and he won by 40, uh, he lost by 46.1% of the vote. So really almost a four-point, five-point difference, which is huge. Yeah. What do you think made that difference? Well, I think, you know, Mississippi, and I know well because we made it, community center there after uh, Hurricane Katrina. I think Mississippi basically uh, is a, a place where, uh, you know, it's a red state. That's what I think is the difference. And, and Hyde Smith is the Republican. Yes, even though she used to be a Democrat before 2010. Okay. <laughs> so there you have it. The, the shifting tides. Right. But don't forget, Southern Democrats used to be very, very different. This, are very different. Yeah, this is true. Um, now, the president is supposed to meet with some dignitaries for the G20 summit. That's right. So one of the people that he's supposed to meet with is President Xi, and one of the things they want to talk about are tariffs. Um, 
yesterday the press secretary said that what we want a world ideally of zero tariffs, zero non-tariff barriers, and zero subsidies. Now, whether we can get through all that remains to be seen, but that's the president's point of view, uh, and, and that is basically what he is saying. Now, the question is, of course, on intellectual property. Now, I've been to China. You can buy DVDs. You can buy books. And, of course, they give nothing to the people who created it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So intellectual property is a huge issue. Do you think the president has much of a chance on getting what he wants? I just, I honestly do not know. I don't know what China's thinking. I don't know what President Xi is thinking. I just don't know. I mean, and it depends what the Chinese feel they have uh, invested in. Don't forget that they, quote, unquote, dump steel, which means they sell it for less than it costs them to make it. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and that um, brings us to the next issue about, in a recent interview, uh, Trump went after the Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell um, in part around uh, interest rates and GM's announcement that they're going to lay off some workers and close some plants. Right. So basically he said that I'm doing deals. I'm not getting accommodated by the Fed. They're making a mistake because I have a gut, and my gut tells me more sometimes than anybody else's brain could ever tell me. And so he is not very happy with the Fed because, of course, the Fed has been raising uh, rates uh, to uh, tamp down the economy mm-hmm. and, but, so that it doesn't get overheated. So it doesn't get overheated. And, but Trump says he's not worried about a recession. Well, yes. And, you know, it's very interesting. I've been reading the, the history book uh, about the United States recently, and frankly, they weren't very concerned when the government got overheated before 1929 either. <laughs> so, so we don't have to worry at all then. Right, of course not. <laughs> now, I found this interesting from Roll Call. You shared um, the House Intelligence Security Clearance. It, it looks so like... So what's very interesting on yeah, that front is that there are very few members of Congress who actually are who staff members. We're not talking about members of Congress. We're talking about staff members who have a security clearance to allow them to look at documents that you need a security clearance to look for. And they, what they want to do is to increase the number of people that actually have these security clearances. They say that it's a very small group that run big agencies and take information from agencies. It'll be interesting to see what happens when the Democrats take over the House. And right now they have 39 seats, and they may have 40 seats that they actually want. Now, what did you make of Colonel Sean Ryan's um, recent comments on ISIS? He, He won, on one hand, ISIS in Syria, he drew this picture of horrible destruction and on the other hand he's like it's just about tracking money down and taking away logistical support and isis doesn't have much will to keep moving forward well it's very interesting because of course isis is very big in some parts of the of the world there they're certainly big in syria and we have provided support to the syrian government uh, president assad who is a physician uh, and I always say, you know, they take an oath to do no harm, and yet yeah. he's killing people, and his father papered over a town. We do know that in Syria. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the question is whether ISIS 
is growing, uh, whether they are actually going after the Syrian president or where they are in terms of Iraq. And yesterday's briefing was uh, two members of the press from the Pentagon. Um, but basically what we do know in terms of the Pentagon is that they gave this briefing from Baghdad. Uh, so uh, it, 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 we just don't know what ISIS is doing in Syria, but we do know that they are very active in Syria and we are trying to fight them. But so is the Syrian government. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the Syrian government is nothing to write home about. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what do you, what do you, what's your response to that? Well, I've been to Syria, and I was telling you that uh, Assad runs a very tough ship, uh, and a lot of people think that even though he was trained as a physician, that he's gotten his murderous viewpoints from his father, who used to run Syria, mm-hmm. and that's all we really know. Okay. Although I have to tell you, the best meal I ever had in my life was Syria, was in Syria, and the Syrian government, the food is amazing. Oh, really? Oh. Yes. I guess there's always a silver lining somewhere. Uh, and well, it's interesting. I had a cab driver in Cleveland, Ohio, that was from Syria, and he had pictures of all the food. I mean, it's, they're known for their food. That is what they're known for in the Mideast. I want to jump over to the funding for Trump's uh, wall on the Mexican-U.S. border. Right. So now Donald Trump said that he's going to shut down. He might shut down the government. That would be December 7th. Um, And if they don't include $5 billion for the border wall. Now, the minority leader, Chuck Schumer, in the Senate said that uh, they are not going to agree to provide more than $1.6 billion for the wall and that $1.3 billion was allocated for border security, but it has not been used. Now, of course, Donald Trump sent military people to the border, but that was probably taken out of the military budget and not out of the budget that was designed for border security. So I just don't know what's going to happen there, but it's not pretty for sure. No, it's it's not pretty. And as your colleague Bob Ney has said, um, what it really boils down to is the Congress hasn't done anything about immigration reform as a policy, which is why we kind of keep circling back here. Right. Well, that's the problem, is that there is no policy right now, and uh, we just don't know what's going to happen. And now the president said he's considering a shutdown, but we don't know whether he's going to sign the bill. Uh, There may be a temporary funding bill that gets us through uh, till until the new Congress comes in, which is, I think, January 3rd. Um, but that's all we know. Okay. Now, this last bit, just before we run out of time, I have to say, um, I don't tend to agree with Trump, but I almost think he has a point here. He recently put out a tweet, a little miffed at GM for closing some uh, comp- uh, factories in the U.S., but not in Mexico and China. And also in the great state of Ohio. Yes. So... Uh, do you think he has a point there? Well, I think he does have a point there. But GM, you know, they've been doing these over the overseas uh, factories for years. Mm-hmm. And we're also supporting their electric car issue. And I think Trump is, you know, stop clock is right twice a day, as I like to say. <laughs> and I think Trump is right about that. Yeah, that they received some bailout money from the U.S. So 
Right. Time for them to go bye-bye. One last thing. Uh, are you concerned about what's happening between Russia and the Ukraine right now? Well, I'm very concerned about that, and so is the, uh, actually, so is the Secretary General of the United Nations. She's worried that it could escalate. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's something we definitely have to keep an eye on. For sure. And um, it'll be interesting whether the president actually meets with President Putin at the G20. Okay. So that's the next step we'll keep an eye on. You got it. <laughs> hey, Ellen, wonderful to have you on the show today. Thank you, and don't forget, goatsforthegoldgoat.com. Take care. That's Ellen Ratner from Talk Media News. Now, Natalie Knowles. The preceding content originally aired on Green Mountain Mornings. The program airs every weekday from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 100.3 FM and AM 1490. More podcasts are available on our SoundCloud page, WKVT Radio.